Well, bless the Lord, saints of God, and we bring you greetings from Triple C Podcast. Tony here on this Sunday, December 19, 2021. Can you believe it? We're getting close to closing out 2021 and bringing in 2022. Let us open with a word of prayer as we do every podcast. Father, we bow this morning for every listener that will listen to CCC Podcast that we prayerfully receive a blessing from the Lord. Father, as I often pray, it is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, and that the devil is horrified because we have not stopped presenting this gospel. Bless the readings of your word, the listening of this podcast, the words that you will speak through me today. Dear God, may my words be edification to the soul of the listener. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We greet you in divine love this morning. And to open Triple C Podcast, we're going to come from an Old Testament passage of Scripture this morning. And after I read the verses, I'll give you the title of this Sunday's podcast. So Isaiah, the prophet, the, the prophet Isaiah chapter 55, uh, speaks to us this morning from verses 7 through 11. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 7 through 11, and I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible. And the Word of God reads, Let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. Last verse for today. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. May God bless us all the readers, hearers, and doers of his most holy word. This Sunday's podcast is titled, God Will Provide. God Will Provide. Now, last Sunday, we talked about it from a human perspective, words can kill. We talked about how your words that you speak, just because you're humanity. We got to understand something. There's three entities that we fight against, the, and meaning this way in the form. We're a triune being created. So you fight against not only the devil himself and all of his followers, you fight against your human flesh and you fight against the spirit of God wanting to be a part of your life. Here God says to me today as we truck through the week, and I pray that whatever you had to endure from last Sunday to this present moment as you're listening to this podcast, that you were able to understand that if you did not die in the midst of your adversity and you're able to listen to this podcast, that means you're still here. And if you're still here, that means you still have an opportunity to what? Win. Satan's whole objective. Y'all think I get tired of repeating John 10 and 10, talk about the thief, that thief that we talk about, the notorious thief that comes to steal and to kill and to destroy, that your life will be devastated, that you will be distraught, that you will become depressed and lonely, destitute in your mind in the midst of people, but yet feeling all alone, 
in the midst of a holiday season and make it feel like it's not even a holiday and you can remember when and all the things that you thought and you get a joy for just a glimmer of hope but then he tries to bring you back to a negative normal reality in your human mind that you are left out and left alone the devil is a liar we come to dispute that i've come to learn children of god that in my humanity that my happiness as i like to say is a part of my human emotions but joy, in accordance to Galatians 3, is a part of God's spirit. So I got to understand which way. Joshua chapter 24 says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. So you got to make some decisions. See, you may not realize it, and I know I do, and I've had to, that every day I have a choice on how I'm going to be. I like to say is one of my analogies. When my eyes hit the ceiling and my feet hit the floor, I ought to tell God what? Thank you. The old saints would say, thank the Lord for last night's sleep and slumber. I mean, I laid down that night and I tried not to worry about the things of this world. Now, we understand that it's a challenge. We understand. Let's not be crazy. We live in a day that it is corruptness all around us. I've always said, and I believe it to be true, that it's not necessarily what's going on around you because the world is doing what the world does. The world's a mess. From your television, to your YouTube, to your podcast, to your Twitter, to your Snapchat, the world is a mess. I said it this way when I used to have the public ministry open. We live in a world gone what? Wild. We're in the 21st century of the wild, wild west. Everybody doing what they do. So I just want to kind of open up talking about where we are and that and that word that we spoke last Sunday, that your words can kill. You kill your dreams, you kill your vision, you kill your children's life, you kill your job, you kill all kinds of things by the words that you launch out of your mouth that you can't receive or retreat back. And once you launch them, they're out there and you give the enemy due course to deal with what you say. He don't know what you're thinking because he's not all knowing like God. So don't forget that in all of your daily dealings. Amen. So let's look at what God will give us today. So I need you to pray for me. I hope you are doing the previous podcast so you're not with me live. So I pray that uh, I got praying soldiers with me present. And I know I do. Amen. In that regard. So this Sunday's podcast is titled God Will Provide. The prophet speaks to us. And here's what's awesome about God. God in all of his infinite wisdom, knows how to take words that are over 2,000 plus years old and apply them to your life today, if you're willing to listen, to learn, and to trust God at his word. The book of Hebrews, just as a reference verse, 11 and 6 says it this way. You talk about faith. We talk about in your Christianity. You talk about walking with God. You've got to walk by faith and not by sight. We know that. We've heard the preacher say that. If you've been to any church on any service, you've heard the preacher say you've got to have faith to walk with God. And that's true. Now, unfortunately, many of them turn that into some type of prosperity message. But it's true. You've got to have faith to be a Christian. Amen. Not just a churchgoer, but a Christian. Hebrews 11 and 6 says it this way, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's for everybody who is a born again, confessed, professed, baptized in the spirit of God believer. 
You got to understand God has never, let me just drop this public service announcement while I'm talking to you. God has never said in his word that we are not going to never not go through anything after your conversion and your acceptance of Jesus Christ. I said it this way. You have a target on your back. That's true. Don't you think that people who don't walk with the teachings of God mean you good all the time? Now, I understand people in this life. Not everybody does evil all the day long. People do do good things. How does the scripture say you judge them? We are judges of fruit, not judges of people, but judges of fruit. You know them by the fruit that they bear, not what they say, but what they do. Amen. So let's talk about this for just a minute. Let's move on to the text and then we will close the podcast prayerfully that in, that, that in hearing some things, you will reap some type of blessing from the podcast. The prophet Isaiah says this way, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God and God he himself will abundantly pardon. A pardon from the governor is one thing, but a pardon from God is an awesome thing. So when you think about it, here's what the, what, the, what the author says unto us. He gave me a few things that we must understand when you talk about God providing uh, in, in your life. Sometimes if you're not careful, you'll be talking to yourself and you'll talk yourself out of a blessing. Sometimes you will feel a certain way. That's why I've told the children of God in the church that you're not to walk your way in your life by how you feel. There's going to be a many a day that you have feelings that don't feel like you're a Christian. There's going to be many a day that you feel like you just can't hold on any longer. There's a many a day, as I like to say, the weekday, the W-E-E-K day, is a seven-day span of a week. Every blood-washed believer, as I like to say in my own analogy, has a W-E-A-K day, a weekday. Because of your humanity, we fall short. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. See, I know because I try to live by Philippians 4.13, which says I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. But let's not get it twisted. I understand that I'm not going to always be successful in every attempt that I try to do. But you can testify to any one of my family men. They'll tell you, I will sure give it my all. I'm going to put my hands to that plow and I'm going to do my best at whatever I put my hands on. And I try to encourage my wife and my daughters to do the same thing. When you put your spiritual hands to that gospel plow or whatever you said to do what you say, I want you to be on your grind, put your hands on that plow and master your craft. You ain't in it for nobody else. You ain't in it to try to show that anybody that you better than. You're not there to try to make some type of legendary status to prove that you can be better than anybody that's around you. You do your work as unto the Lord. And when you go in, so what? They don't do what you think they ought to do. You don't worry about their swim lane. You got your own ocean liner with God. Not a canoe, not a dinghy. When you walk with God, God, children ride on and walk in the best. You quit thinking with a dinging mentality and you think with an ocean liner concept that when you walk with God, nothing shall defeat you, child of God, only if you allow it, only if you allow it. So here's what God gave me, I believe, and pray for me. God will provide. I've said it a number of times throughout the 30 years of ministry. 
Do you think that I'm happy in my humanity that I don't have some large, full, flourishing congregation of people? I love people in spite of with their nasty selves. Still love on people. But I realized something. My life is not my own. It belongs to the Lord. Whatever God has for me is for me. Whatever God has for you is for you. Why are you troubled about what Tanya's doing? Why are you troubled about how she spent her money? Why are you troubled about how she's going about her day? Why are you troubled about people who she keep in her life? You just stay in your lane. You trust God for what you're doing. And I use her as an example. Amen. That's for every one of us. All of your haters tell them, take a what? Boop, seat in the name of the Lord. So you want to understand why God would provide? God gave me a few things and we're going to move on. So after reading Hebrews in 11 and 6, you got to remember, child of God, when you come before the throne of God, you got to come with the spirit, what? Of expectancy. You've got to know in your heart, as the old Dr. Watch Saint would say, baby, when you know that you know that you know that you know that God is cool. What does that mean? That pause means he's whatever you need him to be when you need him to be. Amen. And I'll bring you back to that in just a little bit. The first thing that God gave me in the quick reference this morning in my spiritual mind is this. The first thing in order to understand that God will provide for your life, sometimes and most times than not, you've got to return back unto the Lord. Verses number seven said, let the wicked forsake his way and let the unrighteous man his thoughts. In your humanity, you've got to quit listening to the negative things of this world, and you come back before the throne of God, but you don't come back before the throne with clenched fist. You come back before God with open palms and hands open, come unto the Lord ready to receive a spiritual blessing. But when you come with an attitude of ingratitude, you're going to get what you deserve. I said it this way. If you do what you always did, you will always get what you always got. The old songwriter Billy Preston said, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So if you come with an empty mind and an empty heart and an evil attitude, you're going to walk away broke, busted, and can't be trusted. But if you come unto him who are laden and heavy laden, the Lord said, I will give you rest. And I'm talking about a rest that can't nobody pay for. You ain't got enough ties to pay for the kind of rest that I'm talking about. You can't donate enough to the kind of rest that I'm talking about. So you got the first thing in order for God to provide for you is you got to return unto the Lord. Turn from your nasty negative ways and you come back to God with the spirit of gratitude. Sometimes y'all just tell God, thank you. When somebody does something good for you, don't be so spiritually high-minded that you're no earthly good, that you can't tell somebody a common courtesy thank you. Amen. Be grateful. Be humble. Be receptive to what God has done. So you got to return unto the Lord is the first thing. What do you do? You got a first thing is letter A. You got to stop trying to do it on your own. The second thing is stop listening to the wrong voices. And the third thing on the first point is if you're carrying doubt in your heart, let it go. Dismiss it. Rebuke it. Denounce it. Deny it. If you're doing those things when you return unto the Lord, amen, you've got to come and God's going to help wipe them away. Now, you can't do it by yourself. When you bring it, cast it. 
And God's got a unique way. Now, sometimes it don't happen instant, child of God. Sometimes you got to be like the lepers was. When you come before the throne of God, when you turn to walk away, your healing will commence as you walk away. Sometimes because we live in a microwave mentality, we expect it instant right now. And I don't feel it right now. Well, guess what? It ain't about you. It ain't about your feelings. It's about what the Lord's trying to do in your life. So the first thing in order to understand that God will provide, you got to return to the Lord. The second thing is this. You believe in the Lord God with all your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul. You can't be that kind of person. You've got to believe him in his word. How? In prayer, in study. 2 Timothy 2.15 says it this way. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. You say, well, preacher, how do I rightly divide it? You rightly divide it by how you walk in the Lord. See, when you understand that you are human in your design, after your conversion, you become spiritual and you're growing in the Lord. You're subject to making mistakes. You're subject to falling short. You're subject to stumbling and falling. You're stumbling to trip and do those things. But when you get up, shake the dust off of you, wipe yourself off, get your mind right, get your head right, get your heart right and tell the Lord, I'm sorry, I repent. And you keep moving. That's how you know God is working in you. When you, and let me put it this way while I'm just thinking about it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. When you realize that you don't get as mad as people as you used to, you know you're growing. When you realize that people can't affect your day like they used to, they can say ignorant things and sometimes I just look at them. Because I've come to realize they're not worth the breath that they speak. They're not worth the time to cause me to lose my joy in the midst of my day. If they don't want to be a blessing and get me to the next level, I don't receive their words. I denounce them. I rebuke them. Even while sometimes I'm looking at them, I'm denying and rebuking them in the name of Jesus. Because you're not trying to add positive in my life. You mean me no good. You're trying to carry everybody's burden. As a clergyman, I've had to learn early that when you come in for you hear counseling, and I don't mind listening to people, you can bring all of those things to me because I've learned to turn them over to the Lord. I can't help you. It's the Lord. I'm just an avenue. I'm a conduit that that can filter through God because sometimes you have a barrier and God will send us preachers to help tear down the barrier so that you can look past your situation and see God. I've always known that I'm nobody's savior. I'm nobody's person that can counsel all your situations and make it go away. All I can do is prayerfully allow the Holy Ghost to give you a thought or an ideal that can help you see your situation differently. And I don't know, and I pray that I help somebody. But I'll tell you this much, if you don't believe me, if you don't know me, if I can't help you, I surely ain't going to try to hurt you. I've learned through the years, Tanya, to shut my mouth and mind my business. And stay in my lane. I make a joke. I just want to work on my trucks and do my thing and leave you alone. But if I can help you, I'll try. But if you don't want me to help you, I know how to shut up. I know how to go to my desk and close my door and mind my business. Amen. So the first thing is to return to the Lord. You quit trying to do it on your own. Stop and listen to the voice of God and not the wrong voices. And quit carrying all that burden of doubt in you. That's why you're so weighted down. 
You're trying to carry the weight of all your family members on your shoulder. God is saying, I've been trying to help you lift it off. I told you, take my yoke, my burden, their light. I've already done it for you, but I'm trying to help you, but you're trying to do it on your own. The second thing is believe in the Lord God with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength. His word, 66 book, canonized, correlated, put together, giving a teacher who is the Holy Ghost, who can reveal it in English terminology for you. Everybody can't understand the Greek and the Hebrew. Everybody can't understand analytics and hermeneutics and homiletics and all the things that we learn in seminary. There's things that God will make plain for you. Amen. How do you believe in God? Through his word, in your prayers. And when you speak sometimes, most times, they're not. You've got to speak on it. I feel certain ways, certain days, but I got to shake the dust and I got to rebuke the thoughts and I got to change what I think. For the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Change your thinking, you will change your way. Change your thinking, you will change your attitude. What did I say, Tanya? With the right altitude is the right attitude. If you have the right attitude, you will achieve and ascend to the right altitude. I told you all, I'm going to say it again. I'm an eagle bearer. I'm an eagle soarer. I'm not a crow settler. Amen. Here's the thing, and we're going to get ready to close this thing down. So when you're speaking, here's the thing, and I'm going to close out with the last point in just a moment. Give me a couple more scripture verses and we'll shut the podcast down. Here's what he said in verse eight. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither my ways, your ways, saith the Lord. Quit thinking that you can outthink God. That's what happened to the devil. And he got what, boop, kicked out of heaven. You're not bigger than God. If you say you're a believer in God, just believe that he is. Quit trying to follow Nostradamus and all the naysayers and all the scientists that's trying to disprove that God's word. You got to try to disprove it. You don't want to believe. The faith that I talk about, you just got to know in your spirit, man, that God is. Amen. He says this way in verses number nine and 10, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than yours and my thoughts than your thoughts. This is what he said. This is blessed what blessed me this morning. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, meaning it comes down, but it don't go back up. But what does it do? But it shall accomplish what? It shall do the things that God said and it make it bring forth and bud. And it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He says it this way. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and make it, it bring forth a bud that it may give seed to the sower. You grow seeds of the crops that you reap from the other crop that came up. God created out of nothing the seeds that's been reproduced from the time God caused the world to come into existence to the present day. You can't get corn without planting corn. Hello, Holy Ghost. You can't get an apple from an apple tree unless you have an apple seed. Out of the seed grows a new tree. Amen. Oh, my God. I hope I bless somebody along the way. I get ready to close the podcast this way this morning. The first thing is you do this. You got to return to the Lord. The second thing, you got to believe in the Lord with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength. And the last thing is this way. Verse 11, in conclusion, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. 
Here's the third thing. After coming back unto the God we talk about and believing him with everything in your marble fire and your being, you got to watch God work. And when you watch God work, this is what I mean. Sometimes your haters wonder why you're not commenting when they're doing their business. And sometimes God said, what? Be still and know that I am God. Be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to anger, and I will what? Avenge my children speedily. This is what God said. By the time sometime, and I'm going to make a little joke here on Tanya with this one. Every now and then, sometimes when somebody say something stupid in the line, they be saying it to me. I can't even get it out because she'll jump in quick to come to my defense. Amen. That's what God said. By the time you get ready to crack open your mouth, God's already avenged your situation and God will make what? Your enemy, your footstool. I'm trying to tell you, child of God, as we close this Sunday's podcast, when I told you last Sunday that your words can kill, you've got to be careful what you speak in this world. You've got to be careful what you speak, even if you're talking to yourself in the mirror. If you're walking through the house when you were singing a positive tune, but the devil hit you like a monkey on your back, you begin to speak negative and you wonder why early in the morning, if you don't want to go to work and your rest of your day going to be, and you've already already purpose and let somebody say something to me. I'm going, what? That's what's going to be for the rest of your day. But baby, if you said like I do sometimes, and you're not me, this is a practice that I do. As I said it this way, when my eyes hit the ceiling and my feet hit the floor, ain't nobody outside of 27 Robinson Cove has done nothing to me. I'm not going to let nobody, baby, rob me of my joy because I understand that the joy of the Lord is my strength. You want wonder how I can keep grinding. You wonder how I can keep going because baby, I've come to accept and recognize in me, it ain't Tony's strength, it's the strength of the Lord. When I feel like I can't, God say, yes, you can. When I feel like I want to quit and I want to say something negative, God will shut me up and pick me up and get me moving again. I've come to let you know, in conclusion, the Lord will provide, the Lord will make a way. As if I was preaching in a public sermon, if I had a whole congregation of people, I would tell them, do you believe that God is your bridge over whatever your troubled water is? Do you believe that God is the food for when you are starving and you're lacking some spiritual nourishment? God says, go unto my word. My word will feed you. The Bible says he will feed you when you're hungry. He will rock you in the cradle of his arms when you're feeling weak, broke, busted, and can't be trusted. For the Bible says, come unto me, ye who are laboring and heavy laden. And the Lord said, I will give you rest. I'm talking about the kind of rest that when you rest in the Lord, you will wake up better than taking no dose. When you rest in the Lord, you will sleep better than taking melatonin. When you rest in the Lord, you will wake up revived and on fire. As the old preacher would say, God don't need no matches. He's fire all by himself. I'm trying to tell you, when you watch God work. God said, just stand and know Moses, extend your hands and watch what I'll do. I'll part the Red Sea. I'll make you walk across on dry land. God said, you will walk through the midst of the valley of the shadow of death and you won't fear no evil. I'm going to tell you in conclusion, when you walk in with God and God's walking with you, you will walk through the midst of your enemies and you will tell all your haters to take a seat. There's nothing that they can do unto you. 
because you realize and recognize that God is your peace, that God is your bridge. God is food for a hungry land. God is the bomb in a tortured world. He is the Gilead of life. I've come to tell you as I close this morning, just watch God work and you watch what God's going to do. God will provide. I challenge you now as I close today, when you stop listening to this podcast, get out your bed, get out your cough, get off your couch, walk around your property if it's not too cold, but look out the window if it is, and you ought to tell God thank you. Open some cabinets, open your refrigerator, and you ought to look and see what you've got. If it ain't bare bones naked, you ought to tell God thank you. Go into your closet. I guarantee you, you got more than one pair of shoes. When you walk and open your closet, you've got more than one pair of pants and one shirt. I dare you, double dog dare to open your closet and look back and you ought to tell God thank you for what he's done for you. He's provided and he'll continue to provide. So if you don't believe me, the Lord will make a way where there is no way. He's made doors for you that no man in this life would give you. He's done things that even your blood relatives have done for you. God's done it. As Tay-Tay would say, won't he do it? Yes, sir. As we close this morning, God will make a way. I praise, child of God, that I bless somebody along the way. Triple C Podcast is not here taking donations or collections. We're just trying to put this word out and let somebody know that the Lord is God. He loves you and we love you with the word of God. And we know that the Lord will make a way. So let's close out this Sunday's podcast as we get ready to close out 2021 here soon and know that the Lord will make a way. Let's close in a prayer. And I pray that you've got something from this message. And if you did, just send it to somebody, bless somebody, build up somebody, and encourage somebody. Tell them that the Lord love them as the Lord loves you and I in the name of Jesus as the songwriter takes us out. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless everybody on the sound of my voice until the next podcast. Be whatever they need them to be in the name of Jesus. Make a way out of no way. Open a door where there is no door. Make a way, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray until the next time. This is Tony signing out. Be blessed.
having church over here at 27 Robinson Cove. You're